Hey, Print Hustlers, Bruce from Printavo, Simple Shop Management Software. Uh, this was kind of impromptu, just as our one of our team members, Nick, who helps people get started on their account, shared Kelly Creamer's merch store sales with us. She's based in Ohio. She's part of Homestretch Sportswear, and they were really impressive. And that you guys were just getting started, and you were telling the story about getting started, but I, I had to stop you because I wanted to get it recorded. But go back into that where you were just talking about it. And thanks, of course, for spending time with us, too. No problem. A few months ago is when we ran across your software. Let me back up a little bit. It's a family-owned business. So my parents started it um, 30 years ago. So I was about 10 years old, still in school. When we graduated, me and my sister, it was an option. Mom said, you don't have to work here, but you can work here. We both work here full-time. And they went... In February, they usually go down south for the winter. So I came across this because February is kind of our slowest month that we have here. Did a little research and found you guys. And so I kept texting her, telling her, okay, look Printable up online because you need to see this. I think the software is great. And that's where that whole thing started. So two months ago is when we kind of got started with you guys. Then everything happened with the COVID-19. My parents had since came home. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, let's see what we can do. What is Printable? Let's take this time to learn the new software because when all of our other employees come back, we'll implement the software in. So that's kind of what we did in the downtime. I learned more of Printable and everything, came across the merch stores. I really like all the videos online. It helps tremendously. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's huge because if you have a question, you can Google anything or search anything, put Printable behind it, and there's a video for it. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So then we started watching a few weeks ago. You had a fundraising webinar on there, and there was somebody that had done really well with a fundraiser for the COVID-19. I believe they were more for a city, though. They were from a city. And we are out in the middle of a farmland. There's nothing around here. That we're really out in the middle of nowhere. So then we started thinking about it. And it's like, you know what? We just need to try it. See what happens. So we started our merch stores. And the, the turnout and the outcome is just unbelievable. I mean, we do have a very strong community support. That's incredible. Um, there's a couple things there. But you're saying that you guys are in a small town in Ohio. So that's where you were a bit worried that, you know, how much presence can we really get which is a common question right a lot of people are like how do we grow outside of our town um and there's a second thing that you mentioned which we just recorded a video about which is using the downtime as the opportunity to really reinvent right i mean to put it simply people are going to need t-shirts again at some point and so and we started to see that come back a little bit now when did you readjust to saying Hey, let, let's get going here. Let's get really organized. You know, let's set our foundation up. March 20th is the when we laid all of our other employees off. Um, I'll never forget that day just because in the 30 years that mom has had the store, um, we've never had to lay anybody off. So that was kind of a big thing that we've always stood on that, you know, we've been through different situations, slow times, but we've always made it through. We've never really had to lay anybody off. So when we did that, that Friday, um, it was such an odd feeling. And then that following week, you know, our family's still here. It was kind of like you come in the next Monday and what do you do? You don't have any workers. You really don't have anything to do. We just kind of took it upon ourselves to stay focused. And before this, when you had day-to-day -day activity and everything was normal, it's like, you know what? It'd be nice if the world would just stop for one minute so I can get caught up. That's kind of our theory we took in and just tried to move forward. What did we need to do? What did we always need the time to do? Take that and start checking it off your list. So that's kind of how our theory was moving forward. 
So you guys implemented Printavo. You got started up on that. What else did you guys, what else has the plan been to fill up the time? Mostly that. I have a lot of back-end things um, that we need to, you know, switch over, internet-based. Our business consists of, we have two locations. Um, they're about 45 minutes apart from each other. Mm-hmm. They both showrooms, retail showrooms. So we kind of have a front end and a back end. Those type of things, we just wanted to freshen up on. We have a point of sale out front to take care of our customers. You know, those type of things, we just needed to make sure I had everything where we thought we wanted to. I mean, technology changes so quickly that I just think if you stay up with that, you still work hard, but you work smarter. Did you say that both locations have a back office in the production and the front office too? Our St. Henry location has all the equipment. Okay. And then... The other one, the Wapakoneta location, has a showroom. That's, Got that's it. mainly a showroom. Okay. How has it been getting started, just you know, getting organized and, and creating your processes while, while things are slow now? It's kind of interesting because you, we had to do a whole new outlook. Like our Wapak location has been completely shut down because they only have the showroom. So mm-hmm. there's not really been any activity there. We have been creative because we still had school things that were in process before everything shut down. So we needed to get the orders out to them. We did a drive-through in front of our store to where we could still, they wanted the products to still be created. So we did that, we bagged them, and then we just had a drive-through so that we could give them out to everybody. At our St. Henry location here, it's the same theory. We still have our companies calling, placing orders. We forwarded the phone calls from our Wallpock location to the St. Henry one so that we can still take care of our customers. We can still check the email off base. So we still have orders that are coming in, not near like we would if we were open on a, a normal day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. but it, it, it helps. That's kind of how we've implemented it. It was just kind of a unique situation that you don't really have your customers walking in the front door, but I believe that's where the merch store came into play is to put it online because anybody can shop at any time, not just during our short store hours. So it's kind of a, a switch, I believe, that moving forward that we want to still continue to, to service our customers, but also our companies. But we can do that through the merch store better and not have you know the retail hours that we need maybe to service the people walking in the front door. Sure. Did custom orders really drop completely off? Or are you guys still starting to do that via phone and email and so on, plus the merch stores? Kind of. I mean, it's definitely slowed down, but it has not stopped. We still have our companies calling saying, I still need my company shirts. Are you guys making shirts yet? You know, are you still open? Mm-hmm. And those type of things. The individuals coming is not, you know, we don't have any school activities going on anymore. Um, our summer rec is not playing ball this summer. So, you know, there's different things that obviously have been canceled that have not happened. Um, there's a lot of 5Ks also that have been canceled. So there's a few things that we definitely had on our calendar that's not going to be there anymore. But I believe there's still that same thing that we need to push our merch stores and create them for a company, you know, have sure. that up to do that. And I believe that's going to help out tremendously. How did you help handle and work with your team, right? So it seems like, you know, family-owned company, you've taken care, you know, of your staff for a long time. You know, how did you, I guess, reassure them or, or, or be able to communicate all this and, and what you're looking for? Yeah, and, and this is going to be new because when we left off, when they got laid off, this we didn't really have anything implemented for Merch Printavo. So it's I'm really excited. Everybody's going to come back on Monday. Oh, um, awesome. Back. But I'm really excited to talk to them because they did not know really much about Printavo 
let alone we didn't we did not implement it through the store it was kind of like we were working on it on the back end how do we get it set up how are we putting it through the store but all that happened during the shutdown so when they probably saw these stores that we were doing it's probably brand new they probably have never seen Printavo, let alone you know anything else that we've done so i'm pretty excited to see what they have to say and you know how we're going to do it but moving forward now it's a whole new learning thing that we're going to put through the whole production in the, in the showroom and making sure that we can have Printavo and part of that. Got it. Okay. That's really exciting. So how did you guys get started in merch stores with getting your first few customers? I know it says publicly uh, how much you guys have fundraised, but you guys have done a lot in sales. Am I, are you okay saying like a rough number? Yeah, we're almost at 60,000. Which is crazy, um, especially for just getting started and in a smaller town, which people just sometimes, like you had, you're like, I don't know, you know, you're not sure. And sometimes they write it off. But how did you get started with it, the types of people you went after? So what we did is after we had our game plan of this fundraising store that we wanted to do, we reached out to the Chamber of Commerce and we had them kind of showed them the idea. I wrote the the whole thing, I created the store so that we could just send them the link and say, this is kind of our idea. This is what we want to do. Can you help us get these out to the businesses? And they jumped right on board. They thought that was a great idea. Our St. Henry location is in a Mercer County. That's the county that we're in. So we sent it to the Mercer County Chamber. Wapak, our other location, is in Glaze County. So we actually sent it to the Wapak Chamber as well. So we had two different entities and that's why we have two different stores is because they're in two different counties, but they were just as well, you know, we sent it to the Wapak chamber and they were on board too. They liked it. They sent it out to the chamber members and that's kind of how the word got out. We also put it on our website online, but it was definitely, you know, the chambers helped us push it out. We put it on Facebook. Were you close with the chamber or did you just email them or call them or? We just pretty much emailed them and showed them the whole thing we have. Um, Again, you know, we're in kind of a small town, so it's not just a random name. I mean, they kind of know us. They've worked with us before. Okay. Uh, we also sent it out to another um, entity in Mercer County that he deals with a lot of the small businesses. That's kind of on a day-to-day -day basis, and he sent it out to their businesses as well. So uh, they may have heard it from a few different angles at a short period of time. Got it. And then they did they send out a form or something that said, if you're interested, you know, reach out to Kelly. Here's her info to get going. Actually, it was an email. Yep. And that's kind of how I created the email is that if they're interested, any business can participate and they just need to send their logo of what they want on the front of the shirt, which would be their business. And then email that to Homestretch and then we would get them added onto the business. The first few days I was nervous. I didn't think it was really taken off. And I thought, this is typical. This is what we're, I was expecting because it's just a small town and it's not going to really be what we saw, you know, on your, on your other video that we watched. Yeah. Um, but then the next day it was crazy. There was so many emails in our email that in the morning that we went added me and my sister basically sat at each one of our computers and it, it was nice because you can still work from home because everything's on the computer. Right. Um, but it was crazy because I, I was taking in the emails and then she was creating the image that goes on the front of the shirt. So we're uploading their business as soon as they would come in. And then we sent them another email back to confirm that, look at the online store, make sure your logo looks okay. 
and then here's your details of when we're going to print the shirts. You know, we were printing bi-weekly. Wow. Yeah. So that's really exciting. So you guys got, and how many businesses did you get signed up on these kind of here for good stores? The count, I am not a hundred percent sure on, but there is, I thought she told me just on the one store we have, it was 80 businesses. Wow. So that okay. was, so you guys have them all on one store, which is pretty smart because then if they're promoting their page, People can easily go and click back and look at others and be like, oh, I, I love going to that brewery or something and then get that one too. Right. And that was our big thing um, when we were thinking about how to do the fundraising store because some, you know, you could do your fundraising store that here's Homestretch and here's their store. We wanted to make sure that, yes, Homestretch was closed down, but so was so many of other our other businesses in town or even in the county that they're all in the same boat. You know, this is such an odd thing that it's not just the – um, beauticians hurting. It's not just the bars hurting in the restaurants. It's everybody. Everybody was shut down. So I really like that it was not just directed to one entity. It was anybody could be part of it. Everybody gets the same benefit. And I think that's really what made this so beneficial and so successful. Wow. Okay. That's really exciting. So um, they helped promote it. Did, did you have each of the individual businesses sharing it? Or how did you really market it out? Because we see sometimes people set up a store and they do all this work, but you know, if the, if the business isn't pushing it, you know, your audience isn't probably the same as their, their customers. Yes, and that is the key thing. When we send back um, the email that says, you know, here's your, your logo is online now, we do put in there to make sure you share on your social media because they want to promote that to not only my customers, I want it to promote it to their customers so that they're the ones that would be wanting to buy a shirt to support them. And that's the key thing. I mean, you can see some businesses, they may not have sold very many, but maybe they didn't share that, you know, do that extra step to share it on their social media or notify their customers on how they can support. Wow, okay, very cool. And so you've got it open, you're marketing it. What about fulfillment? How, how is that working? What are you planning for that? We have the first two stores. We have a total of three stores. Um, the first two stores are, we did their first round and they are done. As of yesterday, those two are done. I have one more to go yet. We're just processing that one today. Today was their cutoff. So we're on schedule with what we said. And that was all stated in each store of when our first run was going to be. And then it's bi-weekly after that. So it should be that these are rotating through to where once we get that third store done, we need to go back to the first one because now it's been two weeks. And now we'll run the second run of the first store. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a flow through probably one of the biggest learning curves we've done. We've always done, we call them spirit packs, but it would be the same theory. It's a, it's a store, online store. Homestretch is known for them. We've done them many years. This process though, that you have through merch is so much easier because we always had to type in each individual order in Excel and then oh to know the I mean, it was a lot of time, <laughs> but we've always told all of our employees that you have to do the beginning part of it because if you don't balance at the beginning, you're not going to balance at the end. You know, putting those t-shirts in the bags, you know you're not going to balance if you didn't balance at the beginning. Sure. So we always pushed that you make sure that the beginning is so important on these stores. And now it's a click of a button in Merch. And we have our Excel sheet, you know, that we did before, completely done. And it is, it's great. I mean, it saves us a lot of time for how we were doing them before to what we can do now. That's crazy. So that's, that's awesome. Really exciting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so you talked about bagging. Do you bag every single order individually? Yes. And that really goes with um, anything because we do a lot of like um, spirit packs for the volleyball teams or mm -hmm. track 
you know, any of those teams. So that would all be bagged individually, going back up to, to hand them out at a practice or, you know, however. This one's a little different because it's a lot more shipping. Um, shipping is a little new to us because, be, like before, we could either bring it to a business, we might have bagged individually the employees, each employee or team member, it doesn't matter. But a lot of times we would deliver them. We did a lot of delivering. This time it's a lot of mailing for both reasons. You know, COVID-19, a lot of people can't just, we can't just go deliver our shirts. Right. Um, and it's a lot of individual orders this time. So this shipping thing is a new thing to us. We've got it down. We've ran through a little bit of a hiccup, but it's not a big deal. The shipping, I didn't realize that there's first class mail and there's priority mail. Mm-hmm. And first class mail, you cannot use their priority envelopes. So that was a learning curve yesterday. <laughs> But I mean, that was minor compared to everything that we had to ship out. That was very minor from there. I mean, everything else has gone very smooth. It's so easy before we didn't have, that's another good thing with merch is the packing slips, you know, the packing slips you can print out as well as the shipping label right there. We before would bring that back over to another shipping entity and have to type in their address and everything to get the shipping label, which wasn't a big deal for us because we didn't ship very many things, but now with it being so many boxes, hundreds of boxes that we have to ship out. That is great. I mean, that's a huge time saver. So now that you're shipping, does this, you feel like, enable you? Because what I see when we talk to um, shops in smaller towns, they say, you know, I'm trying to grow outside of my town. Um, how do I do that? And a lot of times it is because very heavily they're very focused. You know, a lot of the marketing's focused in the town, but also it's very heavy pickup driven. I guess does that shipping knowledge you feel like translate over to neighboring towns and continuing to expand that way? Yes. So we do a lot of race teams as well. We have seven miles from Eldora Speedway, so that's a dirt track. So there's a lot of race fans around the area as well. As our sports and everything else. That's kind of a unique industry because there's so many people, that's where these online stores came into play again because people want to have their sponsors get shirts or they wanna have their team members. It's it's all over the United States, but they wanna mm. make sure that they get shirts. So that was an easy way for us to say, do an online store because they can pay themselves, we can ship it to them. You know, they were having a hard time oh, I got his size, he's an extra large, but I don't have his money yet. You know, and it was a frustration for the driver to get everybody shirts for him. So that was another entity that's completely different, but yet still benefits from an online store as well. So there's so many different entities that could use these online stores. This is for, you said track and field or? Um, racing. This is oh, for racing. Like dirt, dirt track racing. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so when they're going around and, and um, competing, that's where you're trying to help them to get the, the sponsors and everybody else who, who needs a shirt and their right. fans and everything. Yep. Got so it, just, okay. Yeah, and we just started one of theirs because they obviously are not racing either at this time, but we just did a new store a few days ago um, for a guy. He said he was going to go somewhere else and he wanted us to do his bulk order of shirts, but he was gonna go somewhere else and have an online store made because it was gonna be easier for him to get his orders. Right, and no inventory. Yeah, and I kind of took a step back on that one because i that's kind of the, a shame on us because I wasn't really explaining to him. I guess I never thought about that, that yes, he could use an online store as well. You know, I never really said that to him before. We've done his shirts many, you know, quite a few years in a row now. But that was 
a learning curve for me because we always need to throw that out for an option because it benefits anybody. It doesn't have to be just a, a huge organization. It could be anybody. That's a great point. And actually, that's a really interesting point of explaining the process of how it works because, you know, you just don't think of it. They just start thinking, about, yeah, I just order the stuff as I normally would and maybe the store helps me to sell it. But do you guys have some sort of terms and conditions that you try to show or try to explain beforehand to? We do. Um, the big thing is that we make sure that they have to sell at least 12 pieces because we're not going to put a store up there. And then if they sell one or two items, we're, we're just going to refund the customer then because okay. if they put their minimum, then if they tried, but they don't have enough of an interest, you know, we'll just refund their, if, as long as we have 12 pieces to screen print, we will go ahead and fulfill the orders. That makes sense. And then um, is that within a certain time frame, like a two week time frame, 12 minimum? And right. Yep. Okay. Yep. And we usually do like to have, tell us a date you want us to turn the store on and off because otherwise it just drags on and you just want to set up and do one run for your production. And otherwise they're going to have a frustration too. And it's not going to be a profitable sale if you have to set up many times. So sure. yeah, the start turn on turn off is a big thing too. That makes sense. Yeah. We just released the timers and the auto close for the stores and we've definitely seen um, we're running initial data. It's been very interesting. The people who put the timers on the store, they generally have fundraised more because, you know, just people, it's the sense of urgency thing, right? So we're still collecting. So I don't want to, I don't want to push anything too soon uh, when we don't have significance around it, but it's looking pretty promising. Okay. Let's say a year from now, right? Let's say hopefully we've moved on. Things are more back to normal um, as far as coronavirus related. Where else do you feel like you can apply merch stores to be able to because this sounds like a really strong sales tool now just to add to your mix you talked about the racing is really big are there other areas that that you'd want to try to apply it to we also believe that it would just be the individual companies you know the the companies that we are currently doing work for how easy would it be for them just to jump back on and if we already did t-shirts for them put that t-shirt on a merch store and if they want it password protected, you already have that option for them so that not everybody can jump on and order a shirt. It's only for their company. But how easy would that be for them to reorder their own shirts online and hit submit? They don't have to come in here. They don't have to look through books. They already know what they want. You know, it's, it's going to be a very easy thing. If they want their T-shirts on there, their hats on there, their polo shirts for their office workers, um, they can set up the store for whatever they want. But then it's always there for them to order. I think that would be a very convenient thing for companies as well. Does that help you with pricing too? Because it's not necessarily more volume based. And and on top of it, I mean, you know, setting up the store is time. Individually bagging is time. If you're shipping as well, it's time, right? So, you know, do you still volume price it or, or how do you do it in those circumstances? When we initially set up that they want an online store, they will kind of give us an idea um, even like the racing one that we just set up, you know, he's looking 72 to 144 shirts. So he kind of gives us an idea on how many, or maybe, you know, another one may set up something and they said, I don't know, hopefully we get 12 pieces. Well, you know, you're going to be down in a lower price break versus the 144 price break. So if they kind of give us an idea, that doesn't mean they have to sell that many shirts, but it helps us price their items that they want on the store accordingly. That makes sense. Before the customer kind of tried to value the item, right? They're like, well, the shirt costs this and then, you know, your printing should be this. So I should only pay this. But 
you know, the store, it's like, wow, it's it's an e-commerce store. It's got my info on it. It's got all this stuff. It, like, you can't really quantify the price of that anymore. So it's a big value add. And it's been interesting to see shops just start charging more, especially for the finishing aspect of it and just the true professionalism. And that's very true because there's a lot of even though we're in a small area, there is a lot of different companies around here as well. But I believe service is what's going to sell. Yeah, there's so many times that we get complimented on the individual bagging, or we usually staple the order form on the outside of the bag so the coach can hand them out very quickly. Just the convenience, you know, make sure that you are catering to your business that you're trying to sell your companies to. There's so many times they comment that, well, these shirts are nicely folded and they're by dozens. If it was a larger order, they tell us, you know, horror stories about, well, we had a box that had every size in it and it's not even lumped yeah. together by any. We didn't even know we had the right shirts. There is a lot of different stories that you hear, but, you know, back to just catering to your customers and giving them the service that they expect and they want, you still have to do your quoting and pricing, but your service is going to go a long way. That's huge. That's awesome. Kelly, thanks so much for being able to join us today and just sharing these stories. I mean, this is really, really exciting for me because as we meet with so many shops, again, especially the small town shops, sometimes they get down on themselves because they're in small town, but you're using it to your advantage. I mean, it just means that you're tighter knit, you can offer a really good service, and now you've got all these skill sets to continue to push out. So this is exciting. Yeah, it is. And thanks because you're, I mean, the software is great. This has definitely been a, a, a huge change to our company. This is definitely good. I'll tell the team that. Yeah, thank you. We're just getting started. So we're excited too. 